Welcome back. It feels like we just did this. We were listening to See Through Panel, a comic book discussion podcast. My name is Cole Harvey. I'm here with Fahed Rahman. Hello, everyone. Today, we are talking about two comics that were submitted to us. They are both just uh, single issues. One's a little bit oversized. We're going to start with... Why don't you introduce them, Fahed, the yeah, first so, one here? Again, so thank you to the creators for submitting these comics for um, review. So the first one is Wallbreakers by... Jorge uh, Zavalos, and this is a one-shot, and I'll, I'll just read out the blurb, blurb. In a hot, noisy, ruthless New York, is suffering one of its worst heat waves in history. An average Joe comes across a mysterious object of occult origin, accidentally unleashing an enemy of pure, unrelenting evil. There are many, and he's but one. Can he survive the hunt? Find out in Wallbreakers, a hard-hitting non-stop action adventure from a one-shot comic from Snowy Works publication. So this is available via um, snowyworks.com and Jorge uh, submitted this to us. Via, I, I did a call out on Facebook and he's he, he kindly submitted this to us for review. So what were your kind of initial thoughts? So just broad, sto- broad strokes kind of stuff before we get into the nitty gritty. I thought the art was fantastic. Oh, uh, I think- yeah. Yeah, Jorge Zavalos is very skilled draftsman, and uh, I'll get into it in a bit when we go through the plot a little bit, but yeah. I thought his perspective was really well done and very consistent, and he does some interesting angles with the panels. But the writing, I would say, is a little less spectacular than yeah. the art. Uh, it's yeah. a bit stiff and explainy, and then there was a few kind of jump cut, smash cut, kind of things that I'll talk about. But overall, I think um, I, I quite enjoyed this, probably largely due to the art. I was very impressed by it yeah, for, so I for a submission. I f- think this comic is absolutely, absolutely gorgeous to look at. I really, I, I love Hulke's art style. It kind of is very much, it's very kind of much a classical comic book, West uh, American comic book art style. I really loved the 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 inking, the use of the lines, the cross hatching to give depth and perspective. The, uh, as you mentioned, kind of like the Hughes's perspective and interesting angles to tell the story really well. I think it it works exceptionally well when there's kind of action sequences going on. But he also, when there's interesting conversations going on between characters, I, I, I kind of especially like there's a few panels where he's focusing on. Um, a character's mouth and their reaction and counter reaction and all all that sort of thing. I think I agree with you. the The writing is could be, is is the weaker part of the book, but it, I found this kind of a highly enjoyable romp overall. So, um, should we kind of get get into it a little bit more? So, is is the main protagonist unnamed? I don't think he we ever we ever, we ever actually formally introduced to him, are we? I don't think any because he doesn't have anyone that he knows on yes. the page like he doesn't yeah. talk to anyone who would know his name so yes yeah. so we we start off there's a bit of basil exposition as um, yeah. mark mode and uh would, would describe it so we've got you know the first page is basically introducing us to this alternate future new york city where these like cameras are flying around and there's political upheaval and we come across unnamed protagonist he's in his apartment and there's this rag on his wall that he gets from an old guy he says so yeah so the, you know, why this old man on the subway was so eager to give me this old rag and okay so there's a theory in storytelling in in writing that you want to start the story as close to the end as possible 
um, and just kind of like don't give too much kind of like backstory and exposition. I needed a little bit more information about yeah. the, the the rag. Why would he accept the rag from from this old guy? I, I just found that a little bit confusing. I didn't yeah, understand why that? and why. Yeah, some yeah old guy on the subway. Get, and if you did give me a rag, why would you kind of like put it up on your wall? Um, yeah. yeah, so that I found that a little bit confusing, but it's yeah, you just kind of have to switch your, your brain off a little bit. So how did you kind of find those first two or three pages? The first page I thought was super interesting, and I loved the art and the kind of city shots that he did, but it was kind of a show-don't-tell problem for me. Yeah. Where this guy, Jorge Zavallo, is doing the art and the story. Yeah. And so I don't think he needs to put as many words on here as he thinks he does. Yes. Yeah. His art speaks for itself and yeah. probably some of the stuff you couldn't get through with the art, like the thing that technology has taken over the minds of the people and they're kind of in a, a politically charged um, time. But I think that was repeated probably four different ways in the first yeah. few pages. Yeah. And I, I get it. Um, it just came off as a little bit stiff. Yeah. I, I, I think the, the other problem, it kind of, especially on the first page, like a third, maybe a third of the page is covered in text, which is such a bloody shame because he, mm. he's such a good draftsman. You know, he's, he draws buildings and people really, really well. And it's just, yeah, we don't kind of need as much text on the page as, as he's put, put on there. So, yeah. One thing I, you I said that really interested me was you said it has kind of a typical western art style which i yeah. i kind of see like the black and white strip look yeah but yes. some of these shots they look manga inspired to me if you look on yeah. page seven when the the creature jumps out of the rag and yeah. it's yeah our character's side profile shot that looks almost manga inspired to me just like the yes. shadowed layout yeah yeah it's it's that's yeah it's, it's actually an interesting point is maybe i'm looking at the character designs and thinking it's a little bit more Western than it is. But yeah, there's definitely uh, manga influences in there. I just, just looking at the first couple of pages, it very much reminded me of like reading those old Spider-Man comics from like yeah. the 1960s and 70s. Um, so maybe that's why that, that kind of image stuck in my head. I love this. I think it's on page two where he's drinking from the uh, the can, the, the shading on the, the main protagonist's face. I just such a beautifully... Yeah, illustrated wow. shot it's like wow man You're that's really when you realize dude. how yeah. much like work and and skill is going into this art because he's just he doesn't have to shade every line on this guy's face but it's clearly he loves doing this because he's yeah. been and then the next panel he's got an equal amount of shading on his forearms yes like there yeah. he's just drawing every little line and the guy's drinking san pellegrino which is a top Top tier drink. Yeah, so I like this guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I kind of worried, wondering about trademark problems with uh, <laughs> drinking that kind of. But anyway, so yeah, um, we won't then, tell anyone, Jorge. Yeah, and then the inciting incident for the story is this monster bursting through the wall, and from there on in is a, ch a monster chasing this these monsters we're not it's not fully explained whether they're extraterrestrial whether they're supernatural they burst from this wall and that's kind of where i needed a little bit more information about why this was happening you know this is a one shot so he just had this story in his head and he didn't want to think too much about kind of like the the backstory and the lore of why these monsters were appearing but i needed maybe a little bit more explanation about that and the the, the monsters are suitably horrific looking unique looking as well they're not really they're sort of like 
alien face grabbing monsters, I suppose, but not from alien, you know, Ridley Scott's alien movies, but kind of still quite unique looking as well. I actually, I was just rereading the Incal um, by Mobius and Jodorowsky, yeah. and it's probably just this one shot. It is a couple times actually. I see some Mobius influence on yeah. the bug when it's leaping at the camera after it's broken yeah. through the wall. Yeah, that looks so much like even the design. Which this isn't a knock. I love the design. Yeah, yeah. Uh, looks a lot like a monster that's right in the beginning of the Incal, and like the way the shading is done with just the like repeated lines. It's not too crosshatchy. Yeah, it reminds me. He's got so many mixed art styles in here that it's really just a treat to look at. Yeah, but I agree. Yeah, it's it goes fast. Like I was talking about how he was he was showing not telling at the beginning, or he was telling not showing, but yeah. it, it switches after the wall break and it becomes a chase scene, like you said, yeah. and there's almost no meaningful text after that. Yeah, there's so, no meaningful text there, and character development comes through the actions of the protagonist. He kind of comes off as this almost selfish Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is that is that a word? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Kind of that this yeah. um, Bruce Willis kind of every man. Uh, character you know trying to get away from this monster it's almost like die hard meets like uh eldritch holler horace for some reason he's got a samurai yes anyway i was gonna mention that samurai kind of this guy i think he bears a striking resemblance to jorge so maybe jorge's got a samurai sword i think the guy the other protagonist is also um an artist as well so just maybe both of them got like samurai swords in their, <laughs> in their apartment but yeah yeah from from that first encounter where he barely manages to survive it's just kind of a, a chase scene him trying to maybe get out of the city get away from these monsters yeah that was i had a problem with not just the, the katana in his room but yeah. the um the scene when he when he jumps out the window and then we just cut to him running on the street i think that's like a third floor window and he just like action <laughs> hero jumped out of it i want to yes. know what happened when he hit the ground yes <laughs> you know yeah, uh, and it's that that sequence. He kind of like burst out the window. He's we see from his perspective. There's that's at least a two story drop. That yeah. He's coming down on and lands on the must land on the floor without breaking his ankles. And then like the next last panel on the page is hundreds and thousands of these monsters kind of like emerging from from his apartment window. So yes, yeah, so I would be maybe he's a, a parkour guy. I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe. But yeah, he's kind of just lands, <laughs> lands on his feet and starts running away from these uh, monsters and uh, seeking help. But yeah, these, these some of these panels are so good looking, man. Um, it's beautifully rendered. They're so well done. It was it was a treat to look at. I wish I, I don't know if he had a, he was working with an editor on this or kind of what the turnaround time for it was. It just I wish just tightened up on some of these elements a little bit more so I could give it a. I mean, still I'm still I'd still recommend you kind of like buying this and checking it out just for the art in itself but it's just one of those things that oh, it could have been a lot better it could have been a lot better if he changed kind of a, a few things mm. now the, the next section is probably my favorite section in the book which is where he basically steals a car from this this old rich guy <laughs> and, and his like gold digging wife like, yeah it's yeah. so funny i found it kind of like hilarious um that part then, I, yeah. I thought it was fun because the whole thing's kind of over the top right yeah. like it it's it's action movie you were right about the bruce willis thing yeah and yeah. he just <laughs> the guy's talking about how He's got this gold digging wife in the pasture seat. He's like, all my friends said you were in it for the money, but you really changed my life and I love you. She's like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And then the, our main character just pulls the guy out the window and throws <laughs> him and then steals the car. It was it was a lot. It was very fun, though. You can kind of tell he's a really skilled artist just from the way that he draws buildings really well. He draws cars really well. 
He draws people really well and he's got a great range of kind of like capturing people's emotions. Yeah. Too. So yeah, just the the range of shot selections, perspectives, all really like this section where kind of he's driving down through the street, man. In like the the, the yeah. Mercedes Benz, like wow. Like, all really, the speed really lines. Yeah. All he's got a very good eye for action. Like this stuff reads so quickly and it draws your eye to the next panel just right. Yeah. But, I mean he is I, I'm he can do whatever he wants. He, he's a he's good writer, and I'm sure he'll get better as he goes. Yeah, but yeah. if this guy was to work with you know a writer who writes for a living, um, and he would draw for him, I bet he could really make a name for himself. Yeah, doing that. Absolutely, I, I would go so far as to say he's maybe one of the best artists we've featured as like one of the independent creators that we've had. Oh um, yeah, on the show. Yeah, I, yeah, he's really far and away, really high up there. As well, so let's not get too much kind of into the rest of the plot because um, we'll, we'll let you kind of discover that. But I don't know; it's like the writing is a little bit ropey at points. It's a little bit stiff. There's a rule in writing where it shouldn't be, and this then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. It should be because A did this. This was a result, and as a result of that, he had to react to it this way. And I felt, yeah, it's you know, he went from kind of like one action set piece to the other without really considering the emotional impact and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, it gets a little bit wordy towards the end as well, where he's covering up a lot of the page with unnecessary text. Yeah, but yeah, it's one of those things. Maybe this is his his first comic book, which yeah, as as a debut uh, effort, is absolutely superb yeah i don't know if it's his first but if it's his first this is insane like he's yeah. just been honing his skills for a long time i would imagine yeah um, so and, yeah but for me this is recommend go over to what is the name of the website uh snowy yes the other guy snowy works <laughs> snowy works uh, com, and you can buy this as a one-shot single issue uh comic book jorge please 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 continue drawing comics um God, yes. Love, send yeah, them to yeah, us. yes yes send them to us <laughs> um as as well our next comic do you have any other like, final words oh no i mean i'm gonna keep his name on my radar and look at his art for sure yeah that's all um, we'll put links to all the comic books uh and um the creators and stuff like that in the episode des- description so you can kind of go and check them out uh the next one that we that was submitted to us is server this was on kickstart so this was kind of like submitted to us back in i think like september or something this was successfully kickstarted in november and it's the story the story of server follows uh chloe williams otherwise known as ellipsis who's an aspiring metal musician finishing up her last year of high school she plays in a band with a group of misfit friends and essentially one of the their their drummer has previously passed away and suddenly one day is back in school so it's kind of this supernatural teenage coming of age let's put on a, uh, let's get the band back together yeah. type story it is written by uh, Braden Cox the artist was uh, Tim Sparvero it's well w- one of the uh, proofreaders and editors was Chuck Pinnell, who I think we reviewed one of his comic books previously. We did. On an episode, and the editor was Katrina Rowitz. And uh, as I mentioned, it was successfully kickstarted in November. So uh, do you want to get off with your initial thoughts about this? Uh, Chip Pinnell made Belial, I believe. Yes, Belial, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so my intro comments are, 
I did enjoy reading the book. So my intro comments are going to be a little bit negative, but I very much enjoy reading the book. My biggest thing was if on the credits you have written by and then script edits by and then a final proof editing, three people, three different people, you're crediting with that. You shouldn't have so many errors and weird, confusing lines in your script. It's kind of, there's some moments that things are, I believe there's a couple misspellings, but it's mostly just phrased weirdly. So you need to reread it a couple times or things just didn't come out how I think they were supposed to come out and be interpreted. But I did enjoy the story. I did like Tim Sparvero's art a lot. I think it's very stylized and it works for this, for this kind of story, like the coming of age style, kind of cartoony black and white. I enjoyed it a bit. I've got problems with this one though. Yes, I would say I would. I've got uh, similar con- concerns about some of the writing, um, and I've got a few concerns about the artwork as well. Again, I this is one of those ones where I enjoyed it, but I clearly kind of realised I'm not the target audience for this yeah. type type of thing. So maybe I'm kind of missing out on something, and maybe that through that lens, I'm maybe giving it a slightly harder time than it deserves. Yeah, what did you kind of think about the first two, two or three? pages where we're kind of introduced to yeah. the world of server we kind of get i think it's actually sever it said sever. Ser- sever. server somewhere in the email which got me confused but I'm yeah. sure oh it is sever yeah it is sever yeah because okay. yeah. the email said server somewhere i don't know yeah. anyway so the intro shot is a girl woman i think they're supposed to be in high school yeah. um escaping a mental facility mayhem is breaking down it's like exploding and there is a girl who we find out later is the deceased drummer who her hand can kind of pop off and she can switch hands and they move on their own and they pop back on she's got like four hands floating around her and that was weird <laughs> it was yeah. it's it's like a little prologue before you get into the main character uh work and it makes a lot of sense after the fact i did go back and be like oh this, this makes a lot of sense but as a prologue it was kind of strange yeah i thought that the nurse running away would be a character because they gave her so much time on the page Yes. But she I don't believe she is. Uh, I I did, though, really enjoy the art just yeah. from the get go on yeah. this. So the the art style, should we maybe describe it? So it's somewhere between how do you describe it? It's kind of it's almost sort of like a Steven Universe. That's yeah. Yeah. Steven Universe, um, but a little bit more realistic, maybe uh, meets a little bit more realistic manga art style is how I would describe it. I, I don't know um, if that makes sense to you or not, Cole. Yeah, it, it definitely looks like a cartoon kind of style to me, yeah. but, but just a little bit more realism. And yeah. something I do like a lot is there's a lot of ink on the page. Yes. There's a lot of black in the backgrounds. The backgrounds are fully illustrated most of the time. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of ink on the page. And I, I actually haven't seen a lot of that lately. So I enjoyed that. Well, well we and then we kind of like the, the first time we get introduced to um ellipsis she's kind of like getting ready she's late for school she's getting you know grabbing a guitar so this is where one of my complaints about the art come in it's fine when there's only one or two characters on the page and you can kind of differentiate them quite clearly this is one of those comics where i want where i wonder would have where would have benefited from being colored and I'm I'm very much I enjoy reading black and white comics i think most of the time it's better to have them black and white than badly colored but part yeah. of me wonders if this had been coloured. This is a review copy, so maybe they did colour it, uh, decolouring uh, late, late, uh, later on. 
uh, when there's a couple of characters on page, I was able to track who was speaking to who and what their relationship with other characters within the story was. When there's more than three or four of them on the page, I really struggle to tell the character designs apart um, in certain sections and trying to understand what, oh, who's who's speaking to who and wh- what is that character and why are they saying it to that? So that's the, you know, that's one of my um, complaints about the art. And also it did occasionally looked a little bit kind of like flat there's kind of not a lot of like depth to the image which i think was a deliberate art, um artistic choice because i think it is kind of very much following kind of like a slice of life style of um story but yeah so again i think it did seem kind of like a little bit flat everything seemed to be kind of like on the same plane if that makes sense yeah it's not like this isn't jack kirby dynamism even yeah. when even when there's action going on like one of the girls punches another girl and it is a bit flat, but it definitely still works with that cartoony kind of look yeah. where, yeah, you're not seeing like tons of shading or depth or anything, but you're, yeah. you're getting the message and it's consistent in its style. Yeah. A lot more of my problems came from the writing on this one. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure about how you felt about the writing. So I felt that I liked that the, the characters are kind of like the strong suit in this. I think the characters are all from, for the most part, well written, especially kind of the three uh, female protagonists in um the band i really i'm not going to spoil like the the setup for the first band rehearsal but i thought that was kind of quite an interesting way of getting out of school um yeah that was that's, clever. i thought yeah i thought it was, you know that was kind of like quite uh clever and yeah you, you go on you t- you talk a little bit more about um what your reservations about the writing were. so i brought this up before and it's just a, it's a pet peeve it's definitely nothing like that's too serious but I don't get why people don't use contractions in scripts because it makes people sound inhuman and yeah. it happens a lot. I don't know why. Cause like if I read like two high school girls and uh, one just hops off the bus and the other one's like, Oh my gosh, you are almost late for class. It just sounds weird and stilted when just putting a simple contraction in there would have worked for me. Yeah. Um, and that's not a huge deal, but that's just a little pet peeve. But I thought it was a little bit stiff in other regards and kind of direct. They're just kind of screaming at you in the beginning. These girls are, they're metal. They don't give a shit about their parents. Uh, music is their life. Like they're just like so hitting you over the head with the fact that these are kind of alternative girls. And it, it I, I don't know. It's, it's not for me. So I don't want to bag yeah. on it too hard, but it's, seemed kind of overdone yeah now kind of looking back at the dialogue some of it is a little bit it's interesting you raised that because they're reading through that there was something that that there there were a few kind of sections that kind of made me cringe a little bit that's kind of like a subconscious thing i wasn't really something wasn't quite working but i thought it wasn't quite working because i wasn't the target audience for this type of story so I was like, I, you know, I've never been in, in in a metal band. I've never been like a teenage girl, um, all, all, all that um, sort of stuff. But yeah, I can kind of get where, where you're going from. I think the the other issue I kind of maybe had with the writing was there's an awful lot of text on some of these pages, which can kind of make it hard to follow the conversation sometimes. Yeah, I agree. A lot of um, speech bubbles that just kind of seep into other speech bubbles and then you just are reading paragraphs per panel and it's uh, the conversations get a little um, long in the tooth. Yeah. And repetitive and kind of like 
circular as well at yeah. some points. Yeah. I don't want to say we're ragging on it hard, but it's kind of like they're, you know, th- th- these are simple things that could have been, should have been sorted out in the edit, basically. So I, I yeah. kind of agree with you on that. Overall, though, I did kind of, I, I did find like the setup kind of quite intriguing. I, I do, I always enjoy stories where a character has come, come back from the dead and how they deal with, with the world. I did have questions about kind of some of the logic in the story. You know, did this drummer has come back to life? So I was unclear whether the drummer was formerly a student at the school and they're being readmitted, or if this thing had happened, it would have been like kind of like a massive story, surely, that everyone in like the high school would have known about. Yeah, when, I think she yeah. went to that high school when she yeah. was alive. Yes. So if, if she's kind of like suddenly turned up, I'm sure the headmaster would have realized who, who that was. So that's kind of the other thing I was like, bit confused about i'm not too sure what's going on here yeah she does go back to the high school doesn't she yeah she gets like re-enrolled yes i think just by her friends which you can't do that yes 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 i don't think you can (laughs) Um, (laughs) but it's also using like cartoon um you know logic where so even like like a band of kids can do whatever they want in that stuff it's kind of like um like the snowy locks thing i accidentally brought up earlier where like in that story the kids are basically treated as full-grown adults for some of the actions that they take. And yeah, yeah, that's just kind of a yeah. cartoon thing. Again, I think I, uh, it's quite kind of quite funny stories. I did enjoy some of the, some of the jokes overall, the, the artworks, the artwork works well enough for me, but you know, the, the thing that, that, that did intrigue me was kind of like the supernatural element. It's kind of seeing where that's going to be going next. This is a first issue in, I think, um, an ongoing series or a limited edition series. So it would be kind of interesting to see how they develop as creators going forward and how they kind of build in the different like character d- uh, dynamics. So, yeah. I'm just looking at the last couple of pages and there's like, four like five characters gathered around like a cafeteria table and i'm finding it really difficult to differentiate which character is speaking to whom different outfits might have helped and maybe you know coloring would have been really useful or just um, like shading that when having one of them have dark hair and shading that in or something yeah kind of all the characters are kind of blonde aren't they basically i don't think there's any shaded in hair it's all it's definitely a style choice where they're even if they have dark hair i assume it's still going to come off as white on the yeah page. so or, or maybe this is going to be colored in at, um at, at a later date um have to check the kickstarter details so again it's kind of it's one of those flawed books you could kind of see there's a lot to recommend it but again there's kind of a lot of work that needs to be done in terms especially in terms of some of the writing and the pacing as well yeah, and just because it feels like I'm ragging on it, I do want to throw out a couple of things I liked real quick. Yeah, yeah. The last few pages really show this off, and so I wanted to use them as an example. I'm not going to say what happens in them because we didn't get that far, yeah. and I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. But um, the last two or three pages, the use of ink and shading and just really the color black. There's only two colors, obviously. So yeah. the, the use of the color black and the ink uh, was really, really sharp on those last couple pages, yeah. and I really liked uh, some clever uses there. Uh, the character design, while kind of bland in spots, I like a lot of a lot of what's going on. I like the drummer. Is it Mar Mary? What's her yeah. name? Uh, yeah. Um, she has a really cool design. I like the X's for the eyes. You just kind of have to assume that no one else could see them in the actual yeah. comic because it would be a weird giveaway. Um, but I like that as a character design. And I thought it was it was 
pretty well done overall. I just, the whole time I was reading, I was like, it's just, isn't, it's not for me. And I'm a little bit, I feel a little too critical to be reviewing something that even if done well, probably wouldn't be in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the other thing I think the writing does actually do well is kind of going through the teenage going to teenage coming of age sequences and the tone of the story that needs to be through to kind of like the more horror um, elements and that blend that that blends really well in together so a little bit like Buffy the Vampire Slayer where kind of like they mix those elements really well in together and it never one never kind of feels jarring or out of place um, with the other which I think is actually as a as a writer is qu- kind of quite a tricky thing to pull off yeah definitely agree that was I mean there were some strong parts of this of this uh, writing I, I have to say it definitely yeah. kept me compelled the whole time yeah. And I think they pulled off the oversized single issue format better than some people have. It's a 44 page yeah. uh, issue. I think they're going to have three. So I don't know if they're all going to be this length or if they're yeah. switching to regular size, but it's a little bit tricky to to extend the, the single issue that long, but they pulled it off pretty well yeah. in terms of pacing. So I think there's just a few technical things I need to address in terms of like the, the, the dialogue and I read this all in one go. I wasn't, you know, I, I enjoyed it a, a lot. Um, and yeah, so we'll put the Kickstarter link in that. I'm not too sure how Kickstarter works in terms of once the Kickstarter is finished, if you can still buy through Kickstarter, but I'm assuming that is the case. So I'll put the Kickstarter link in there. Um, anyway, I'm sure they're going to be doing a, a, another Kickstarter for issues two and three as well. Awesome, man. Cool. All right. All right. If you guys have any comics you'd like us to read, your own comics or just stuff you really love, uh, send them over to either Fahed on the Facebook is doing really good with that, even the Instagram see-through panel or see-through panel at gmail.com. That's all of our uh, places you can talk to us. Yeah, yeah check out the tip jar as well because I've, yeah. I've, I've been forgetting to plug that at the end. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. that's really appreciated. Yeah, that does help us keep the, the the lights on. And also, if you want to start your own podcast, there's like an affiliate link in the episode description. You get um, like 30% off, and that also kind of kicks us a little bit money as well. I'm not too sure what we're going to be doing next, but we'll let you guys know over social media. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. So I can see it. Bye.